Hey, everybody. Welcome to the October edition of our monthly leadership podcast. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, This month is going to be a packed month. We got some awesome things planned, and I hope you're able to join us for everything that's going to be coming up. We got some new side-by-sides, complete with dad jokes. Uh, We've got a side-by-side with Mandy Showstrom, one of the best leadership sessions of the year. Make sure you tune in for that. And we've got some posts straight from listener requests. So October is going to be great. Stay tuned with everything that's going on. Um, You can subscribe to us on iTunes or you can check us out on leadingasleaders.com. Well, this month, uh, I wanted to talk about something that I'm starting to hear more about and definitely talking about in my organization. Um, It's October. And this is when we do team reviews. Um, And we believe in continual feedback. We've even talked about that here on the podcast, normalizing feedback throughout the year. Uh, But as an organization, uh, feedback usually comes, annual reviews usually come in October, towards the end of the year, so people can start looking at what the next year looks like. I'm also starting to see some of the how to wrap up your year and how to plan for your next year, just in journals and books. So people are starting to talk about it now. And I wanted to, I wanted to kind of be a part of that conversation. And since we're looking at it from an organizational standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, I want to talk about not just feedback, but how to handle negative feedback. There are countless posts out there about how to process and how to handle negative feedback. Um, And especially towards the end of the year, you really start to see some of these come up. So I want to kind of talk about it. I want to throw it out there. And while a lot of these are covering the same answers, the same territory, a lot of the advice is tried and true, but If you don't think about this stuff in advance, if you're not practicing now those skills that you're going to need, then when it comes time to handle negative feedback, you won't really know what to do. So I want to talk about three ways to handle negative feedback. The first one is this. Listen and take six seconds. We all know that negative feedback can be difficult to hear. And while the words are coming at us, we're often already forming our own responses in our mind. We're often already forming our own words. You know, the truth is that most people operate like the opposite of talking isn't listening, but the opposite of talking is waiting your turn to speak. Uh, When you actually stop and listen while you're receiving feedback, both positive and negative, two major things happen. One, you actually hear what the criticism is before you react to it. By listening, we get a full picture of the expectations and where we may have missed the mark. And when you actually are listening, you're quieting yourself so you're not formulating an opinion on what is being said, on how it's being said. You're just receiving the information and you're letting it impact you. And the second one is this. When you're not talking, when you're listening, you get the opportunity to take six seconds. 
Dr. Annabelle Jensen is the director and president of Six Seconds. It's a global organization dedicated to the awareness of emotional intelligence. Their research has pulled some of the most amazing science um, that I've ever seen on the idea of pausing, of using those brief moments to better equip you for the situation. Their studies say this, that it takes about six seconds for an emotion to get absorbed back into the body after an interaction. That means it takes about six seconds to manage your anger. It takes about six seconds to create compassion So when you receive negative feedback, take about six seconds and let the words sink in. Breathe through your initial reply and allow that six seconds to actually formulate a healthy response. It takes about six seconds to process the emotions of a moment and become a more responsive person and a less reactive person. The way I look at it is this. When a doctor gives you medicine and it's doing what it's supposed to do, what does he say? He says, oh, look at that. It looks like your body is responding to the medication. That's great news. But what if things aren't going well? Maybe you're, maybe you're breaking out. Maybe you can't, you can't breathe. There's something going on in your body. Your body's fighting back. What does the doctor say? He says, oh, that's not, that's not good. It looks like your body's having a reaction. See, when we hear negative feedback, sometimes our tendency is to go straight to reaction instead of response. The first step to handling negative feedback is to listen and take six seconds. Number two, don't get defensive. See, you're, you're hearing constructive feedback from your boss, from a customer, from, from even a peer. And you've moved through step one. You're listening to what they're saying and you're taking a moment, six seconds, to process what they're saying and you're responding, not reacting. Now what? Now it's time for probably the most difficult step of them all. Don't get defensive. See, everything in us, when we've worked on something, we've given it our all, we've given it our best. Everything in us wants to defend our work. This is our project. This is our final product. But the truth is, defending ourselves from the feedback of others shuts down the door to growth. The constructive feedback from others is meant to improve your skills, your product, your relationship. Basically, it's meant to improve you. Even if the motives are impure, hearing feedback allows you to improve where you're already good and work on areas that challenge you. Even if the motives are pure, but they're poorly done, it still leaves room for us to grow. See, it can be challenging to receive and to deliver negative feedback. 
So the best leaders are the ones that grow despite their environments. They learn how to separate the accuracy of the feedback from the quality of the presentation. Because remember, accurate feedback can come from flawed deliveries. I hear a lot of people talking about it's not what they said, it's, it's how they said it. Okay, but if you can remove the accuracy of the feedback from the flawed presentation, is there something there that you can grow from? And the answer is almost always yes. Getting defensive, putting up our shields, it blocks the feedback at the door. You want to see a leader in decline. You want to see a person that's stuck in a rut, can't figure out how to get out. Then look for the one who gets defensive, who gets angry, who's ready to fight and challenge any form of negative feedback. The second step to handling negative feedback is to not get defensive. And the last one is this. Get specific. You've heard the feedback. You've taken the time to process it and you've decided not to get defensive. Now is the absolute best time while the conversation is still going to get as specific as possible. So this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where you get clarity and the person delivering the feedback gets to see your desire for growth. This isn't where we debate the merits of the feedback, but this is where we ask questions to get to the root of the issues that are being raised and figure out how we can address them. So let's get specific on how to get specific. Let's say you get some feedback that says, hey, you know, from time to time, you can become overly aggressive, especially during our team meetings. So if you want to get as specific as possible, this is where you can say, you know, I, I, I do know that there were a lot of conversations going on, but can you share with me when in the meeting you thought I became aggressive? The second kind of step to being specific is to acknowledge the feedback. You know what? You're right. I totally did cut him off and I need to make sure I go back and, and speak to him about that. Maybe you can also take it to the next step and see if this is an isolated incident. You know, I'm just wondering while we're here, while we're talking about it, uh, have you noticed this in other meetings or was this just something that happened this one time? And then the, the final phase of all of this really should be looking for solutions. You know, I'd love to hear your ideas on how I could have handled this differently in the future. I want to make sure that I'm bringing my best to the team and, and, and getting us somewhere uh, together that we wouldn't have gotten. And I'd love to hear your feedback on how I could have handled this better. See, without feedback from others, we can't improve. So let's go and let's be prepared to receive feedback, good, bad, uh, negative, constructive. Let's be prepared to receive feedback from others with grace and the ability to conquer head on 
every weakness that is exposed and every weakness that comes our way. That's it, everyone. I hope you were able to get something from this session. I look forward to connecting with you for the rest of the month. It's going to be a fantastic opportunity to hear different voices, different people speaking on leadership and what it means to them and what's going on in their lives. You can join us, like I said, on iTunes and Stitcher, Leading His Leaders. You can also join us online at leadinghisleaders.com for special content uh, that is kind of additional to what you hear on the podcast. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next month. And hopefully something we said helps you as you are leading his leaders. Mm -hmm.